0: Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA, get a quote today. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife and year round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal.
1: I guess we were talking, you were mentioning um, having for children being able to. Distribute to the children, you know, or or setting up the proper like wealth building structures for your kids. So how does that look, especially with distribution? Because I'm trying to have trust fund babies, but I don't want them to have a trust fund attitude. So how do I, how do I do that? (laughs) (laughs) So I I don't know if you know about my passion project, but I, I have a club on Clubhouse as well as a TikTok channel. Um, that is the Black Trust Fund Kids. And so it's really normalizing intergenerational wealth transfer in Black and brown communities uh, because we should all want to be Black Trust Fund Kids, right? It's important. What it means is that somebody has planned for you it's not this idea that we have in our head about trust fund babies, right? The thing that the media has presented is like these spoiled brats driving these like incredibly insane cars and like living in mansions and they've got billions of dollars and we immediately say, that's not us. I don't have that much money. That like trust fund's not for me. That is false. That is a media portrayal that says to us about, you know, why we shouldn't believe that that's what we want or need or, or deserve. Um, but everybody should be a trust fund kid. Because what it means is that somebody, A, planned for you, right, planned for how wealth is going to be protected and preserved for you. It means that they have planned to keep you out of a court battle, right? They've decided that when they die, they're not you're not going to have to go through probate court to get those assets transferred to you. They've decided we're going to minimize taxes, right, um, on whatever these transfers are. None of those things have anything to do with being a spoiled brat. Now. Inside of your trust, you can say all kinds of things. You can have it so that the assets are distributed outright, which you know is not necessarily recommended because typically assets are squandered after receipt in our community about three to five years after receipt. And so that's not helpful for building generational wealth, right? You could stagger the distributions at certain ages, but you'll lose some of the benefits of creditor protection, of divorce protection, And also control over those assets. So maybe, maybe not that will work for you. Depends on your circumstances. My personal favorite is a multi-generational trust structure or a legacy trust, where my trust creates a sub-trust for my son, who's four, right? And from that perspective, I get to say who manages it until he reaches a certain age. And in my trust at this point, it's 35. I need him to get to 35. I need him to get over the fact that I'm no longer here. I need him to have enough maturity to be able to appropriately manage it. I need him to have learned some things, right? (laughs) Had some life experiences, paid some bills on his own before he starts managing what I've got going. But I also put in some other restrictions, like he has to successfully complete a financial literacy course. I don't know what the financial markets are going to look like by the time he's 35. He's four, right? Bitcoin is at $40,000 a coin. <laughs> 12 years ago, nobody knew what Bitcoin was. So like, I have zero idea what yeah. the financial markets would look like. And I don't have to know because I'll be dead. But he has to know because he'll be the one managing it. And how do I ensure that he will know and make it a requirement? And I say, hey, you have to take a course that's gonna teach you about how the markets are working today so that you understand, and not just take it, successfully complete it, that is a term, of, that is a condition of my trust, but so that you can understand how to manage what I've left you, right? Cause not just what to do with it, but how to deal with it and how to continue to build it. I've also put restrictions on sale, can't sell my real estate, unless it's for another piece of real estate with a higher return on investment, you've got to do that calculation. Um, and because for me, I believe that real estate is an important part of an investment portfolio. We are not making any more dirt. It is constantly increasing in value and people always need a place to live. It's also an asset that you can continue to leverage over and over and over again. One piece of property can create generational wealth in one family, generation after generation after generation if it's properly protected and leveraged. So he can't sell it, but I gave him a formula. I say, but you can take money out of it. You can refinance it up to 75% of the fair rental value. So if you can get $2,000 a month on that property, your mortgage cannot be more than 75% of that on a monthly basis. That's how you take out money every 15 years to be able to fund businesses, education, other real estate, without putting the property underwater. So I've restricted him, but then I've given him a formula to use that property so that he can't squander it. Even if he wanted to, because he's not allowed to sell it, he can't do it, right? And so when you set in those parameters, you are protecting what the assets are inside the portfolio. Um, when I think about you know the stocks and things of that, of that nature, again, I don't want you to sell anything, but you can take the portfolio loan, but you can't take a portfolio loan that's more than this. Why do I want him to take loans versus sell the assets? Taxes. You sell that house, you've got to pay capital gains on that house. You take a mortgage on that house or you refinance it. Guess what? That is tax free. So now it's tax free money that a tenant is paying back that you just went to use to buy other assets that you can take out money from tax free. And then somebody else pays back and it just perpetuates, right? So, from that perspective, but it's in my plan. So, comprehensive planning, it's in my plan. Should he pass away and have children, my plan will continue. My plan will continue for his children directly. It bypasses any spouse. So it will go to his children directly with the same parameters that I've put in for him. They will have to be 35. They will have to take a financial literacy course. They will be restricted on sale. They will, all of these different pieces that we're talking about, will continue generationally for not just my son, but my grandchildren and my great grandchildren. And so what I've done is created the perpetuation of wealth just by ensuring that the assets that I have stay with my family, right? That's it. So take it one step further. I also have life insurance, right? Because I know that if I die, someone's gonna have to pay to take care for my son and that's my responsibility to ensure that there's money for him, right? My guardians that I've named in my estate plan are not planning and saving to send a, a kid they did not have to college, right? Or to pay for his education. So that's my job. So my life insurance pays into my trust. So then it is subject to all of these restrictions. So that, that those those dollars, right? Let's call it, you know, $2 million, that, that goes into the trust and then it's subject to whatever restrictions that's put on it how he can spend it, what it can be used for. He cannot go out and buy a Maserati, but he can buy a reasonably priced car that will get him from A to B. He'll be responsible for his own insurance and gas. It is in my trust. It is specifically written down to make sure that A, there's enough to cover his basics. He will never not have food in his fridge. He will never not have a roof over his head. He will never not be able to afford medical care, right? But it's not enough that you can sit on the the couch and do nothing. You have to keep working because you could have that car, but if you don't have any insurance, you can't drive it, right? Like those kinds of things. There's also provisions that every new baby in my family that's born, so if he has children, my trust will buy his children life insurance. And so it just continues to ensure that every generation, every time somebody passes away, and by the way, my trust also already owns life insurance on my son. So every generation, when somebody passes away, that trust gets a reinfusion of cash to be able to be used for other things within our family. But there's a provision. Every baby born in my line will have a life insurance policy that comes off of my trust. And because whole life insurance policies when they're babies are super cheap, right, because you never have a longer life expectancy than when you are a newborn, um, you know, it's it's they're cheap and easy to get. They have a longer time to cash compound, and you can borrow against them, right, tax free. And so, you know, you're creating these banking concepts within your estate plan. So how do you plan for kids and keep them from being, quote, unquote, trust for kids? You restrict the heck out of it but then he created a formula so that they can be uh, successful and do whatever they want, right? The idea is to give you time for options. How creative, how innovative, what could you accomplish if your basics were covered? If you didn't have to worry about being on the street, how innovative could you be? Could you cure cancer? Maybe if you don't have to worry about research funding, right, Could could you get us to Mars? Probably, I mean, look at what Elon Musk is doing, right? If you did not have to take a job out of sheer necessity and you could get out of this mindset and get into an abundance mindset, what couldn't you accomplish? And that's really what it means to be a black trustman kid, right? Not this media portrayal of spoiled brats and that might be in some, some circumstances, right? But it's not really what it means when we say it. It's about creating opportunities and access for us to thrive. Did you love this episode of Share the Wealth Show? If you know of someone who would benefit from this information, don't keep it to yourself. Share the wealth and make sure to leave us a rating and review. We'll see you for next week's episode. Subscribe so you'll be notified.
0: Here in Key West, we were out,
1: Embrace the tranquility of Ocean Isle Beach. As the crowds ebb away, the true essence of this coastal haven comes alive. Stroll along the quiet shoreline, collect seashells with loved ones, and savor the calm that only the off-season can bring. Discover cozy cafes, enjoy unhurried walks, and relish the beauty of nature's canvas. Ocean Isle Beach, where serenity and connection flourish. Your stay awaits at OceanIsleStyle.com.